People can't see your Hill Farmstead Brewery t-shirt, Rob. <laughs> Nor can they see my dick dialing hand gestures. <laughs> I know, there are downsides to being <coughs> an audio-only uh, medium. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Blind Tiger Podcast, your one-stop shop for your news, reviews, and all things brews. I am your host, a man who proves the point that fat kids do indeed love armor hot dogs, Rob Fisher. With me, as always, is the man who proves that skinny kids love armor hot dogs, Mike Albright. And of course, the woman who proves that all classy ladies love a hot dog party, Emily Landis. <laughs> Yo. And of course, the man who can make the sizzle of a hot dog sound like the roar of the ocean, the man far, far too suggestive for satellite photography, Jesse Clark. And this week, we are also joined by Megan Whitney, who will regale us about her recent beer-related travels. Today is July 15th, 2015, and we're recording episode 58, Footlog Wieners. For more information on any of the segments from today's show, visit our new improved website at www.blindtigerpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or subscribe to the show on iTunes. Our podcast is available on Stitcher, and we have moved our entire catalog of episodes over to SoundCloud as well. Glad we- not video with all the suggestive hand motions. <laughs> then Jesse's just laughing because he's thinking about dick dialing Mike. <laughs> did he dick dial you too? He did dick dial me as well. Oh, he's just dick dialing everybody. For listeners at home, dick dialing is the opposite of butt dialing when it's in the front pocket. Yeah. Just I'll leave it up to Emily to determine what the female that is. I was I'll leave it up to the listener to oh, imagine I, I was it. thinking to be labia dialing. That's just me. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we're related explicit on <laughs> So don't miss out and subscribe today to get more quality stuff like that. Uh, so this week we sit down in, uh, well, our new studio outdoors to celebrate one of America's greatest traditions, the summertime hot dog. Whether slather them with mustard, ketchup, relish, or even buffalo sauce, hot dogs are as American as, American as apple pie and beer. And while beer and hot dogs go together like peas and Jenny, wait, that doesn't sound quite right. This week we celebrate the hot dog, but before we bout peas and carrots. Peas and carrots, I got it. Who's Forrest Gump? Who's Jenny? Forrest Gump. (laughs) Or a boat. Oh. Jenny and I go together like peas and carrots? I tell you. It's been a while. It has been a while, apparently. (laughs) So this week we celebrate the hot dog, but before we bow before the Frankfurter, our opening question this week is... On your way to the bar for a well-deserved beer, you get stuck on Manor Street by a parking Kunstler tractor trailer. It takes its sweet, sweet time as it slowly backs across the narrow road, and your car instantly fills with the smoky odors of delicious meats being rendered somewhere in the bowels of the plant. (laughs) What would you drink to assuage your frustration with the smell of hot dogs still fresh in your mind? So, Mike, what did you come up with? Well, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy getting a blast of bacon cologne whenever I drive past the Kunstler factory, like I was just sprayed with some weird hipster version of Axe. But getting, <laughs> st- but getting stuck watching several grown men try to pilot a 53-foot trailer into the narrow confines of a 12-foot wide dock makes me curse the traffic gods. So that's why I would arrive at said bar exasperated and in need of a nice hearty IPA, preferably Sucks by Lagunitas, mm. because that would more accurately reflect my surly mood. <laughs> or maybe a Pork and Dagger by Jack's Abbey Brewing Company, where they take their normal Smoke and Dagger beer and barrel age it with bacon-infused bourbon. Mm. Is there anything more manly? <laughs> that is about as stereotypical of the craft beer movement right now. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yep. Barrel-aged bacon, bacon bourbon <laughs> mm. IP- IPA. 
That sounds interesting. So, Jesse, what did you come up with? Uh, I was working with Megan on this one, actually. Um, we, uh, I was, wasn't sure what to do. I was thinking if there were any kind of ketchup-flavored beers, and I couldn't find anything, thank God. Um, <laughs> um, there were other flavors. But we decided that, uh, well, during our trip, um, we passed by uh, two roads, or we heard about this. And so we went with two roads, wishing that there would be a second road to Manor Street, something that would get you to where you're going. In fact, of their two roads, we went for their old factory Pilsner, which is a, a combination of a classic German as well as American hop because that is the Kunzler, a German company rather, right? And we wish we could, you know, it's God damn, we wish there was an extra road there. There was <laughs> yeah. some way to go around. Like, I wish that old factory would just be recreated, just knocked down, recreated so that, there, you know, it wouldn't hold up traffic. They would have a parking spot big enough for their, yeah. Fuck them. That's all I got. <laughs> Two roads. Wow. Two roads. Wow. Jesse is the one who came up with this question. It's clear that uh, there's a deep, dark side of his <laughs> hatred for driving down Manor Street and being stuck behind Kunzler trucks. Yeah. Well, for me, the Kunzler factory holds a certain set of pleasing memories. Whether it's driving past a slightly rougher part of town and smelling that weird, wet hot dog smell. Mm, whether wet. just having various friends debut their homemade meat bikinis on the mm. Kunzler property in the oh. middle of a hot, steamy weekend. I remember that. Was or, that a scavenger? That was a scavenger oh thing. Whether it is just to be reminded of how tasty good hot dogs can be, I do love driving past the concert plant. If I were stuck for 20 minutes watching a tractor trailer do a 50-point turn in, on an overcrowded manor street, the beer that I would want to mellow my mood would be the We Are All Infinite Energy Vibrating at the Same Frequency by Tired Hands Brewing Company. <laughs> Not only is this a fantastically tasty and well-balanced IPA that would turn my frown upside down, the contemplative name of the beer would remind me that someday my body might be a meal for countless other life forms. That we are all just infinite energy compressed into matter, sharing the power of the universe via death and life and death again. And I'd roll on a little calmer, a little wiser, and a little bit drunker. Nicely poetic. It was. It was uh, very nice. Rolling, rolling on. Is that from a song? You, um, you'd roll on a little calmer. It sounds like a Beatles song. I it, I, that's actually. It is a moment of one of those. Not I just a threw something song. in there. No, no, no. there was a float Everything on. Else remember was. that was a uh, modest, oh, modest, modest mouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, float on. Roll on. So Emily, what oh, did you come up with? Yeah, well, I didn't get the question in advance, but I was immediately reminded of uh, an experience of mine. I have a cousin that worked for the Kunzler plant uh, for many years, and uh, well, let's just say she refuses to eat any Kunzler product. Uh, but uh -oh. we were at a family <laughs> party, and there were little Smokies available, and I love little Smokies. I mean, I really, really love little Smokies. And over the course of three hours, I just ate, like, several pounds of Little Smokies, and I paired it with a Stout's American Pale Ale, mm. and I have to say it was like Nirvana. Nice. I, I just wanted to chase that high all afternoon long. What was that you were eating? L little little smokies. smokies. What's a Smokie? Think about what uh, what uh, Janine makes for my stop on the brew crawl yes. every year. Those little tiny wieners. Oh, those yeah. things. Yeah. Those are delicious. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm you convinced put them in the only slow reason. cooker with yeah. some brown oh. sugar, yeah, ketchup, ketchup and spices. To admit how many of them I ate. <laughs> stop. Uh, they were all gone in like two minutes, so uh, plenty of people just pounded those things like they were yeah. business. I, I felt as long as I would walk up and then take one, and then as long as I walk back to the to the to the back of the room and then walk forward, I could get as many as I want as long as I kept doing yeah. that because it gave other people time. It wasn't me just standing beside it, shoveling it into my mouth. If you're civilized, you use a toothpick, but well, I did use a toothpick. It was the same toothpick. It was just he went up, he just grabbed the, the whole uh, handful, yeah, yeah. then went to the I back might have of the gone line. through a couple with the same one. <laughs> Jesse's a double dipper, it's fine. <laughs> so with that, let's move on to a little beer news. Keep this thing rolling. 
Bad news. All right. So, Mike, why don't you start us off with some Barnstormers local news? All right, Barnstormers local news. They offer a side of zen with your beer. We might have uh, one more excuse to go to a Lancaster Barnstormers game now because Victory Brewing Company has decided to take their beer and yoga classes on the road and their pick of location was Clipper Magazine Stadium, mm. home of the Barnstormers. Being held before Saturday home games this summer, you can start your day off with uh, some lotus position, break your fast with some wings and cold victory beer, and then take in a ball game that will most likely contain more of the latter than the former. It's a concept that has been ongoing at Victory for the past two years, and the idea for holding the pairing at the stadium grew from a suggestion by one of the Barnstormers pitchers. The event is held the morning before the game and takes place in the front VIP lounge that overlooks the ball field. People can sign up for just yoga, or for a few bucks more, you can happily ruin that healthy zen feeling you get when finished with your savasana. Am I pronouncing that right? What's that thing sure. you do at the very end when you're very calm and you just kind of lie there? I forget. Play okay. pinball for 20 minutes? Is that what that's called? That's what I would do, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, uh, what is it again? Try to pronounce sa- it? Savasana? Savasana. Savasana, Savasana yes. Savasana. Yes, I, I That's I right. Savasana. Wrong and fastest, my, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but you would ruin that sav- Savasana with an onslaught of ballpark food and golden monkey. Uh. So, yeah, I guess they're trying to appeal to a, a different demographic, I guess, mm. as far as traditional yoga people. But, yeah, they also want to just open up the ballpark to more than just, like, a couple hours of a ball game. Yeah. So, I guess some Saturdays, yeah, you can go there. Uh do yoga and then literally they just have like ballpark food and you get victory beer when you're done hmm. for your enjoyment they're ready to try anything yeah. Uh, yeah. they're getting very creative mm-hmm. tomorrow night Tauntaun's playing yeah. Ooh, beautiful. yeah I enjoy the fact that you can take um, your good healthy yoga experience and then ruin it immediately with greasy food and beer yeah I mean, that's, that's what you'd be doing pretty much that seems kind of productive but mm-hmm. as the man who bikes for f- 12 miles and then immediately goes to the bar I can't really speak uh, <laughs> otherwise well, but you don't, I don't know you don't if sh- yoga is necessarily about like losing weight being healthy. Being healthy. Well, you definitely feel healthy. It was always like done. a peace of mind. It was always like kind of yeah. zen in my mind more than it was for like. It's in body my... and mind. Uh-huh. And, you know, any sort of movement helps you to earn indulgences. Earn indulgences. Like mozzarella yeah, so My favorite movie is the <laughs> beer to my mouth motion that I make on a very regular basis. I think the Pope would agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, in other local news, Springhouse opens their southern location. So, despite plans to open up with, with a, a, a large facility still in town, uh, Springhouse renovated their uh, their original location, and now it apparently is more than just a brewery. Um, their new location down there has uh, like a brew pub in there now. So, but before you had to go and sneak growler fills and then kind of quietly not tell anyone you were drinking on campus. Now, apparently, you were allowed to drink there. Cool. When are we going? Yeah. yeah, that is something we should absolutely do. Um, I had just saw that uh, friends of the show, AJ, um, was down there, and uh, their pictures are phenomenal. So it looks like they did a really, really, really good job. I love AJ and respect her opinions on everything. Especially when it comes to beer. Yeah. And her taste in women and in many other, other <laughs> hilarious things. Um, so, yeah, I, I said we absolutely should go down there. I'm not necessarily the world's biggest Springhouse fan, but uh, the location looks awesome, and... Um, I'm curious if they have a menu down there because I don't think they, they do. Have, yeah, it's apparently, them. yeah, because I was talking to AJ about it. It's quite extensive, actually. It's really, like full fledged restaurant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I guess they're just going gangbusters because they have the tap room now. They have this place, and then uh, they had those plans for uh, another expansion in town. So either they're not doing that anymore, or no, this is their expansion. Oh, that is the expansion. Yeah, yeah. this is their new. They like got a sweet deal on some warehouse space down on that Hazel Street, and that's uh, what this is. It's like the new, bigger, expanded brewing facility. So they're finally the done with it. Yeah, all right. sweet. So they yeah. went all out. I they're they, taking a stand in South Lancaster. Yeah, they are. They really are. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a big, big gain for down there. Mm-hmm. Tap rooms crowded all the time. So yeah. yeah, AJ says there's plenty of parking. 
Cool. That has always been a problem that at all a, local very locations. Very important. Yeah. Cool. That's even better. And in other uh, beer opening news, Mad Chef Craft Brewing is set to open. So two friends share a love of craft beer and decide to open up their own brewery. It's a now well-worn tale in the craft beer biz, and the latest testament will most likely be open by the time you hear this. Friends Francisco Ramirez and Greg Kendig have teamed up to open Mad Chef Brewing in East Petersburg. Located on 2023 Miller Road, their Facebook page has been filled with tons of thoughts and photos of the bar being set up and the beer being brewed. Mad Chef will debut with seven beers, including Once Upon a Porter, Spot Hop Pale Ale, made with Azaka Hops, Shed Cezanne, Light Lager, a light lager, an F18 IPA, which is made with 18 pounds of Falconer's Flight Hops, Mad Chef Wheat Ale, and West Coast IPA Big Red. There will also, there will also be some good-looking pub grub food options. Decor is that industrial chic that we all know and love, including some poured concrete floors, iron pipe adornments, and a bright, shiny copper bar. There's also two TVs present, so some people take a big stance on whether or not they like a TV in their bar or not. They put in two for, I guess they're big soccer fans, mm. so apparently they're going to be playing a lot of soccer. We'll see. Early reviews uh, from the tastings have all been glowing, though. The beer is apparently very, very good. So we look forward to trying this new one and hopefully scoring an interview for a future sample soda. So I'm, I'm already excited. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, yeah, that you said that their tap lineup was pretty diverse. Seven different beers? Seven di- I mean, that's pretty, I think, um, yeah, seven out. different beers were just starting out. Most yeah. places usually do like four. Props. Although anything with the name Big Red in it just makes me immediately think cinnamon, and I yeah. can't. Like, the gum is just yeah. rooting those two words together Ew, for all the rest of there's a Big Red beer? Big, big Red gum. and But they have a West Coast IPA Big Red, and so mm-hmm. I'm immediately put off by the Big Red in there. They just would have said West Coast IPA. I would have been fine with it. But adding Big Red makes you think they poured cinnamon or something into it. Yeah, what does it actually refer to? I'm sure it's just a it's probably like a red, red IPA. IPA. Wow. So it's probably delicious, but I just I'm gonna be like, is this cinnamon? I don't want to. Yeah, yeah exactly. we, we gotta get there and see. Have yeah. you tried it? The, there's a cinnamon beer at the um, place in town. Nope, I don't want to try cinnamon no. beer. No, we had Gross. it. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, it actually wasn't as bad at uh, the Federal Tap House. I, I tried a sample a of it because day. I thought I, I have to try that. this because I it sounded like it was just like those cinnamon red hots in beer form, and it wasn't nearly as quite disgusting as I was planning on it being. <sighs> Yeah, I'm like one of those like four people that apparently doesn't think Fireball is the greatest thing ever. But yeah, uh, yeah exactly. No, I don't. Oh, like that I hate Fireball. Yeah, well, Sorry. they're all sitting Sorry at the table. <laughs> yeah, all four of us. Well, three of the four. <laughs> oh, I hate it too. Okay, yeah. well then we're all here. J- Janine Natividad has bought everyone here Fireballs, hasn't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, such a pusher. <laughs> it's dangerous. She does love shots, and that's why she was quietly hung over when she went to JJ and Jade's wedding. So. <laughs> oh. So, Mike, I think we're going to skip straight from the very Mr. The Local to the international. Yeah, skip all that stuff in the middle. So just actually, I'm going to do a quick roundup of some international topics. Uh, for starters, uh, Duff Beer is getting closer to being legitimate. <laughs> so we have had Duff Beer here before, I believe, and it was from Italy. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. It the, you scored yeah. one? Yep. Yeah. And it that was, was like a year ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it looked like exactly no, like it does years. on the TV show, uh, d- just Duff Beer in a can with that... Um, kind of comic sans font and bright orange can it was your as lager right it was, it was a lager pretty a terrible yeah, terrible pretty, lager. Pretty, <laughs> pretty crappy uh but it was fun to say that we actually had it but apparently those are just like knockoffs that people are doing as like um they're just flaunting the copyright laws <laughs> but they're actually working out deal uh, i guess fox is to actually make duff legitimate although apparently it's only going to be distributed internationally and not in the states what? why i don't know uh, but that's what they said. But yeah, apparently it's it's still going to be like probably a crappy lager. But Wait, did you say nationally not in the states? 
internationally, just not in the States. So, so everywhere, everywhere but, but here. Right. Yeah. Hmm. That said, um, it doesn't Universal Studios, didn't they branch out their little, like, Simpsons part of the world to have, like, a bar? Yeah. Like, they have a Moe's Tavern where you get a Flaming Mo, and I think, I doubt it's a special beer, and I don't think it comes in cans, but I think you could buy what they were calling Duff Beer there. So maybe that's part of the problem, is that because of that, oh, okay. they don't want to, like, yeah. ship somewhere because of licensing. Did we like Duff Beer? No, it no. was awful. No. It yeah. was atrocious. I thought it was a shitty lager, but my memory is also hazy. I mean, who knows how long it was sitting on the Italian shelves, and then my parents brought it home, and then we waited a little bit. It was not exactly the world's freshest beer, so yeah. maybe that wasn't a fair... I think we'd all rather have some Flaming Moe's, but I'll yeah. take it yeah. again. Call yeah, syrup. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd try Duff Dry or Duff Light. <laughs> and then also, uh, apparently, Venez- like you've heard about the water shortage in California. Well, apparently, Venezuela is experiencing a beer shortage. That's because apparently like more than 80% of their workforce at the National Brewery there have gone on strike. So now while beer is still currently on the shelves, they're not making any new stuff. So nothing's being replacing that stock. So they're going to be quickly out of beer pretty soon, which means that I imagine that those uh, striking workers will probably get a healthy payday pretty soon. Hmm. So when the masses don't get their beer, because apparently yeah. that's like mostly what people drink down there. Like the, they, they said a, like a very large percentage of like alcoholic beverages that are drank down there is beer. Hmm. They don't really resort to like uh, wine or hard liquor, so yeah. I mean, that, that's a it's a pretty big, big strong arm that they're doing down there. Wow, smart! They yeah. can Maybe do a whole revolution with wine. that. There's a lot of good wine from Argentina and Chile close by. Yeah, you think? Maybe but they have import rules. Yeah, I guess they're just they like their beer down there. Yeah, they like it extra cold. I'm okay with, with that. I like my beer. Well, not extra cold, I guess. You like your lagers extra cold. I do like my lagers extra cold. <laughs> None of this warm British crap. <laughs> Is it extra with an E or extra with an X? <laughs> Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer, Sornez. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell they've ever argued before. <laughs> Uh, actually, and you know what? That's pretty much all I have for international news. I'm, I'm, right. I'm pretty much tapped out. I was going to say something about like the whole thing in Greece. They're having issues with beer there too, mostly because like <laughs> all sorts of issues. There. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of economic issues. Uh, I guess like one guy, like he actually brewed the beer, but now it's sitting in his tanks because he can't get uh, the bottles because apparently they come from a distributor in Italy, uh, and because uh, they can't uh, exchange any funds internationally anymore between countries, uh, they'll just have to drink it all. Well, yeah, I was pretty much. Can, like, the people bells. come and like bring their own bottle and yeah, <laughs> and, like do a recycling plan. For I, I hope there's yeah. not some sort of prohibition, like cracking of beer containers and pouring them out onto the streets in Greece, because that's just wasteful, heartbreaking. Yeah, no, I don't think they'll waste it. Although nobody can really afford to buy it either. So Greek's gonna bounce back. I have confidence. Yeah. Cool. Good luck, Greece. It'll Good take luck. a while, but I think so too. So with that, let's move to the meat and potatoes, metaphorically, of tonight's episode. Beers from around the world. Beer from around the world. Beers from a galaxy far, far away brought home for your tasting pleasure. So recently, Jesse and Meg took a drinking tour of the New England area. While the purpose of their visit may not have been explicitly to hunt down and drink a number of world-class beers that the Deep North, yes, I'm coining a (laughs) phrase, has to offer, they certainly did their fair share of exploration of beer destinations. They were far, far too kind to bring back a number of delicious items to share with our sizable panel today. 
And while we enjoy a beer or four from their travels, we can discuss what they saw, what they drank, and what they thought. Advice for the traveling beer drinker is always a good thing. So, what are we starting off with tonight, guys? All right. Um, Should we start off... What do we want to, should we just start off with the Hill Farmstead com- collaboration? Yes, start with let's the good do one? that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People can't see your Hill Farmstead Brewery t-shirt, Rob. <laughs> Nor can they see my dick dialing hand gestures. <laughs> I know, there are downsides <laughs> to being <coughs> an audio-only uh, medium. <laughs> they can't look at the, they can't see the look that you and Mike gave each other when you were like, it has both those letters in it, Mike, <laughs> both of those letters. Hey, he asked a stupid question, so I mean, <laughs> you get a you get a brilliant answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, a lot of attitude there. That's what I gotta give you. Attitude. Mm, fascinating. It's a fancy bottle. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Big green bottle. Looks like champagne. What's this growler down here? That's Rob's for later. Oh, cool. We've got more beer than you can shake a stick at. <laughs> so stick. obviously, uh, Meg, since uh, Jesse's indisposed, you guys visited Hill Farmstead. Um, what did you think of this rustic out of the middle of nowhere, possibly thought your boyfriend was going to murder you in the middle of Vermont <laughs> um, brewery destination? Yeah, it definitely was an interesting trip to <laughs> the brewery. It's a little off the beaten path, as you said. Um, so it felt good to finally arrive there, of course, um, and sort of walk into this very small one-room um, sort of tasting area. I was expecting something much grander, and I don't know, there was something really nice about walking into something that was a little bit more intimate and very, you know, just Vermont-esque. Uh, so it was interesting to uh, first i've never had like flights before i've never done a tasting so oh. this was also my first um experience with that so it was sort of like a game um <laughs> and a fun tasty delicious game uh i think we brought back a, a growler of the citra hot that which was <gasps> my favorite um and we Never. enjoyed that last night um but last night oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it's definitely one of those beers that you want to be selfish with because <laughs> it was that delicious. Um, we'll concede yeah. you that since you're sharing yeah, whatever this is coming yeah. up. But yeah, we tried to bring back a variety so that we could continue that experience of enjoying that beer. Yes. How many breweries did you end up hitting? Um, Tasting-wise? Yeah, but yeah. Three. Oh, Four, right. Three in Vermont, and four, and then the last one was in Ithaca. Um, oh, okay. We Hill did go into Zero Gravity, um, and then Lost Nation, mm. and then we went to Ithaca. But we went oh, into Fiddlehead, yeah. and we walked out. They were tapped out. They were tapped out. Yeah. Did they say it was because you of the New the, Yorkers? Uh, Who's drinking all the mother. Vermont's beer? <laughs> That's what I, I want to know. We didn't. Months. People are raiding Vermont. Well, we get well, the shirt one then. That is true. That's what I, I my friends. I six said. classes. We get the shirt six. Oh, months. wonderful! Thank you. Oh. There's a healthy yeast cake on that. I got most of it, I think, in here. So. No, I'm sure we all got. it. Okay. Oh, yeah. maybe I did pour the dregs in it. Is oh, this a half of a Oh wait. Yeah. What do we got here? I'm trying oh, to look it up. This is a saison, I think. 
Saison combination. Go ahead. Um, so, yes, this is called La Vermontoise Toss. Trois. Trois, probably. Um, and it looks like it is a collaboration between, um, got these names, B L A U G I E S and Hill Farmstead. Baloney? Yeah, baloney. It's, it's definitely between. <laughs> um, but uh, it looks like it's uh, 6% alcohol by volume, and it's got this cute little adorable um, sort of Franciscan monk with a draft horse on the front. Um, yeah. So it looks yeah. like. Uh, so the bottle, back of the bottom says Hill Farmstead Brewers traveled to Brasserie de Blugies to share in the kindred bond of farmhouse brewing. The result is this classic Saison brewed with spelt and an abundance of Amarillo hops, a true expression of noble Belgian tradition and artistic American innovation from the families at Brasserie de Blage and Helm Farmstead. So it looks like it was actually brewed and bottled in Belgium. Yeah. And so not only is this a collaboration, it's a collaboration mm. from across the yeah, Atlantic. The pond. Beers from around the world. Exactly. Indeed. You know, this tastes like a half of ice to me. There's like a lot of banana. Oh, yeah? No, I get the, I get the Saison, mm-hmm. and I think it's a very good one, too. Mm. I actually like that spelt flavor. Mm. I see that pop up in the grain bill from time to time, certain beers, and it's okay. But this one really works. How should I be appreciating spelt? Uh, I feel like there's a little mintiness on the end. Yeah, it's just like, tail. it's not quite as banana-y, I think, as the wheat. There's some banana yeah, mm. a little bit. I mean, door. you're going to get that from the yeast for sure. Yeah. It's tasty. It's it's clean. It's very refreshing. Yeah, it is. Mm. I do get... <laughs> There's, you can't see through this at all. Yeah, <laughs> Jess has got like a yeah. creamsicle version over there because he <laughs> got the dredges. <laughs> I, so much, I think all the beers that we had were definitely were like this. They weren't filtered yeah. at all. Oh yeah. There's right a there. lot of B vitamins and nutrition in that. It's good for you. Okay. Drink some more. Yeah. Is this beer with pulp? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty effervescent. Yeah. I would say it's delightful. It reminds yeah. me <laughs> of a banana e hefeweizen. Yeah, there's like no, <laughs> it does. some there's bleeding a yellow, between like, the saisons and a <laughs> Maybe there's a little bit of a bleed. Well, saisons and farmhouse are so. Um, Broad, I could definitely see that. You could definitely throw in something similar to that. Um, Beer Advocate rates it about an 88. The Bros apparently have not had them, this one, although I think it's very suspicious that there's a send them beer link under there. Like, can we start our own website and have people mm-hmm. just uh, send us free beer? A limit for this one. You could only buy one one bottle per person. Hmm. I would have imagined, considering that it was from Belgium and in collaboration, that's it's a nice score that you guys ended up grabbing it. I think it's actually uh, very tasty. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'm loving this one. Yeah, yeah the only thing I would score. say is that a minty finish is kind of weird. But uh, otherwise, I like it. Tasty. Yeah, I like it. It's, it is refreshing. It fits into that whole summer beer quaffable profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it was actually warmer today, this would be really good. But I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's a very good beer. Well, you have to. F- I think we're limited on glassware today, so you have to finish that before we go on. But um, I think we'll do the Zoe. Is it Zoe or Zoe? Is it Zoe? I've always said Zoe. I think it's yeah, Zoe. Yeah, I think Zoe. Okay. So um, I, this beer in particular I picked um, because I... Okay, so we were at that place in Connecticut where I did check in with... Uh, was a Sip of Sunshine, the Lawson's Finest? Mm. Amazing beer. We had Double that. Double Sunshine. 
and Maine pub and yeah it was like in connecticut we just assumed like wow if this is on draft in connecticut well it's gonna be everywhere in vermont no it's not um <laughs> but anyway while we were there then i also uh, ordered the zoe and instead i didn't know this but like i never saw the zoe before like whatever it's some kind of amber whatever and um they got me the wrong beer they got me a Harps Lager, but I didn't know, and I'm tasting this, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm so sorry, uh, Maine Beer Company, because I totally, like, said that this is, tastes like a horrible, shitty lager <laughs> on Untapped, and, and gave it a really bad score. Then I was like, you know what, maybe this is not the Zoe, and I was like, hey, excuse me, server, um, is this really the Zoe? And she's like, oh, no, and then she gave us the real beer, and this one's actually, it is a good beer, so... Finish up your Man. other beers. You definitely got punk though to get well, to order yeah, Zoe and get a harp logger. Also, should uh. have like used our eyes because yeah. he got something with, that was similar to this color, okay. and it's yeah. an it's amber, it's and I, it, like it was much darker. See, I wouldn't even be angry about the whole like I spent X dollars on a beer. I'd be more I can't undrink this in order to drink another <laughs> beer. Like, it's well, not like where you could force yourself to drink another soda because what does it matter? But yeah. you have an upper limit that much alcohol you can have and then drive away from the restaurant. So, yeah, I do hate that when I get a beer and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And there's other beers I know that are like five star and I can't drink that. Yeah, there was, yeah, Sip of Sunshine was there and it was like, oh, I could have had another one of them. Yeah, I'm glad you got to enjoy the Lawson's at least once, even yeah. if it wasn't technically in Vermont. Yeah, one of my favorite things that I experienced on the trip. Yeah, you <laughs> both had like super I, high ratings. I was like, ooh, they're enjoying themselves. I just love all of Lawson's finest liquids beers. Like, I want to be like yeah, Lannister's finest <laughs> liquids. Mm. I want to live on a hillside. Drink just drink that last sip. You. Okay. You, well, you do that. Mm. It's magic of editing, Emily. He can just cut all this out. Well, there's a lot of foam in that, so just. It's just, like, the best setup ever. I mean, the dude lives on the side of a mountain in Vermont. He produces the clutchest beer ever. Delivers it once a week. Lives with his family and daughters. And, you know, the Maple Triple, my God. I subscribe to this uh, Facebook group called Vermont's Finest Liquid Lovers. And people always post their scores or their whatever beer they got. And the commentary on getting Lawson's is always like, they've been to Mecca. <laughs> oh yeah, when we, when I caught up with uh, uh, some of the, the, the stores where they had um, Hetty Topper and Lawson's, I asked what they had left, and they said they had no Lawson's left. They had Hetty Topper, plenty of that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I think higher production for Hetty Topper, but also, <laughs> yeah, Lawson's is... Plus it's a variety of stuff. But yeah, my Sip of Sunshine experience was exactly like that. It was a long day of driving... And I'd already been to Hill Farmstead that day, so I was like, I'm feeling great. I've sampled all their stuff. I'm I'm in love. And then we stopped for dinner, and it was like, I'm getting pork barbecue, and what is this sip is of sunshine? Oh, it, wait, my Are you talking about God. the Double Sunshine IPA? No, a Sip of Sunshine. Sip of Sunshine? There, That's a different there, one. It's a different one. No, oh. oh, I haven't had that one yet. Oh, really? Did you bring some back? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that, you know, on I mean, tap only. From, yeah. We wanted to. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Should have slid you guys like a blank check across the table before you went up and just get whatever. I offered them an extra cooler, and they seemed weirded out by that. If we had more time, we, we didn't have, have enough room to. in the car. <laughs> that too, we had a lot of. This is why the Bruce travelers took an entire van. Yeah, I know. And then they, then they make another trip. They went up to the northeast, yeah. went back to Texas, and went back to the northeast. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, so the Zoe is an American Amber slash Red Ale, seven point two percent ABV. Mm -hmm. um, much darker in color, also unfiltered because it's um, remarkably cloudy. 
Uh, the head here is way less than the last one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't had this one in a while. So the description is, Our take on an American Amber Ale, complex malt bill, delivers notes of dark raisin, chocolate, and biscuit. Copious additions of American hops yields notes of pine and citrus. I get kind of caramel in there. Mm-hmm. I strongly Sherpy. dislike mm. anything with notes of raisin in it, yeah. and therefore I am not a fan of this beer. Oh, oh, notes of raisin. You were allowed to have your opinion, but yeah. you were yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. This is tasty. I'd go against that too because I think it's just like a, it's an amber ale, but it actually has like character versus most of them. Yeah. So I don't like too many amber ales, but I do. I do like this mm. one. Yeah. Raisins. Yeah, it, it, has has just it does have a little bit of a raisin taste. A little it smiley face on it. Yeah. You see um, that cute smiley face? It's at least yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I like their I like their vanilla quarter um, better. No, so the beer advocate has it ninety four. Again, the bros apparently do not come to the northeast. They have not had any of this either. Um, but the rating is pretty high by most folks. And it's uh, surprisingly bitter for an amber. I mean, there's a little bit of a hop signature there mm-hmm. on the end. But yeah, I like it. It's good sweetness. So how about drinking and driving? Like, <laughs> obviously, well, it's always a thing. We're against that, yeah. Mike. <laughs> but, when, <laughs> <laughs> but when, like, uh, bars and breweries and whatnot are kind of like destination of choices and you sample a bunch, then you have to sort of get back into the car. How do you, what was your strategy? Um, well, they only allowed us to, you, they only allowed you to sample four at Hill Farmstead. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Oh, and actually, their, their 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 system was really good then too. Like we would get one um, little little sample, and we'd go back to the back of the line. And by the time we're finished it, we were we were in, we were right up at the front to get us another sample. And there were um, nine different beers you could sample, and we just tasted each other's beer. Like we just shared it. So we went through eight of the nine beers. Um, so we weren't really intoxicated by any means. Okay. Um, I guess the I guess I mean we were leaving Burlington was the most like because they they only did half pours. They went to flights. Uh, okay. So it's really annoying. Yeah, whatever. but when you're traveling like that, like we went and we had some drinks, and then you walk around oh, yeah. and you look at the city. I mean, that's what's nice about traveling to those places as well is that yes. you have other sites to see along the way. So I think, I mean, our planning ahead really helped that. So you know, we went to the breweries and whatever, and then we walked down to the water and hung out there for a little bit. Excellent. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. just in and out. You actually no. right? No. Excellent. No. no that's how farm said there was nothing Especially else to. Dude. No, not in that area. How about <laughs> Lost, Lost Nation? You said that was right down the road? Kind yeah. Of? The GPS was totally wrong with that. Wrong side of the st- <laughs> like, oh, I'm in a neighborhood, and I'm like, where is, is it, it in this cul-de-sac? And it's like, I think yeah. I see it on the other side of that highway. Oh. <laughs> like, it was in sight. <laughs> um, they had good pork sandwiches. Uh, the oh, barbecue. yes. Um, and our only cheese experience for Vermont cheese oh, experience no. was there as well. The like Farmstead needs to get on that. Their beers would pair yeah. amazing. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Testify, yeah, they would. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> that is a great idea. When we were there, they it looks as though they're doing construction. So I feel as though they're expanding. So they were still doing that a year ago. Really? There, so. <laughs> All right, well then I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although it sounds like your, so. your tasting line was a lot better than ours because we had... They had like kegerators and it was really awful. And so it sounds like they at least upgraded a little yeah. bit, but they're still in the process of. Yeah, they had three lines then, and they had a. I was reading something about how they updated their system so that it wasn't. Um, some before it was like unfair, like the people who were there first and like first in line type thing. And so, they had three lines: one for if you were getting bottles and growlers, one for tasting, and then one just for bottles. Um, and they had this neat little card thing you would fill out, and it seemed efficient. 
and everyone there was awesome. They were so everyone was so happy. That's I mean, good. How can you not be happy? It's yeah. like your kid Definitely. in Lego land. I mean, how can you not be happy? Well, Especially <laughs> when you're that busy. Like yeah. Yeah. they're literally just moving constantly when they're from. I'm sure when they open to when they close. And that guy who greeted you at the beginning with the beard, he was so cool. He was like, "Hey, yeah. this is what you need to do." You, you, you told him that he was what? awesome, there's, and he was very happy. There's about a beard that. greeter in Vermont. Get out. <laughs> this is like my nine-year-old self working at FAO Schwartz. You know, I could have even been pushing a broom and been like, "It's fine. I'll do it for twelve hours for no pay. Hey as guys, long as I get to play, <laughs> get to play with the giant, giant teddy bears and play on the giant keyboard. That's all I care the giant about." Giant keyboard was cool. Yeah. So yeah, we, we went to uh, Lost Nation. They had some good beer. We uh, we have a goza we got from that. Let's have that inside. Um, Jesse, did you get the Vermont beer passport? Oh, uh, we saw it. We didn't get it. You didn't get it? No. Darn it. I wish you would have just to see the changes because there's new breweries since oh. we went. Um, and the the I awards, like it. the oh, things that you she, got. She might have it. Oh, I want to see it. Like okay. Mike and I, we went to maybe 15 breweries in Vermont and uh, I traded mine in, but he still keeps his in his wallet so we can compare it against whatever you have. Yeah, the old school one. I got a t-shirt, bottle opener, a whole bunch of coasters. They all say like drink Vermont beer. They've got a really cool retro styling on it. Mm -hmm. And it was super fun to get the stamps at each bar that oh, you went to. I didn't I know think that Central you could do PA that, needs but I it. picked up this postcard. I was like, "Oh, it says drink Vermont beer on it. Like that's a nice keepsake. I'll just yeah. take it with me." It's like the Susquehanna Ale Trail. Oh yeah, bumper stickers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> say, we tried that sort of, but it didn't really yeah, quite work out. Yeah, they need something better than the Susquehanna Ale Trail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we were at, uh, they, so when we went to Lost Nation, they had good beer. We went to Zero Gravity, and uh, we went to their, their flatbread pizza place first. And okay. uh, that's where we had their, their half pours, and that was good. We had, um, we had quite a few beer there. We had their TLA IPA, which was pretty good. We had their Black Cat Porter. That was good. Uh, what was the what, Little Wolf? Or? Little Wolf. That was uh, that mm. was delicious. That place is the bomb. Then they, so we went to, we went we wanted to buy bottles or cans, and, we, and so they directed us to their other site down the street about a mile away. Unfortunately, all they had was their lager, though. Oh. Hmm. It's kind of a bummer when you go to a place and the only, oh, we got lager. It's like, well, so, yeah. well we, we okay. ended up buying it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, we can drink that later. Yeah, we can, we can share a can of lager with you. <laughs> There's zero gravity. Um, it's it, yeah, it, it's a it. fine lager. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's not like super superb but it's still like hey this is this it's so, better than the harp one i drank mm. okay um, well you know lager is super growing i mean everyone's really into lager lately uh i feel like that's the new challenge on the beer scene like how's your lager when we were in vermont really, is that like a, a standard like yeah way i of think lagers are coming up it like, used to be ipa but now yeah. Yeah, everybody's got a goddamn flagship i have mixed IPA. opinions about it but when we were in vermont there was the the von trap uh, brewery oh, yeah, that specialized cool. in lagers. This is literally the Von Trapp family from the movie that escaped from Austria, came over to Vermont, and they started a brewery that specialized. They escaped in from Austria to Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> to brew beer. They went over the, <laughs> they went over the Alps to Vermont. Yeah, yeah over the Alps. To <laughs> they have a beautiful beer garden, and you look out and you're like, I think I've tried five different kinds of lager that are all delicious. With drunken idiots. It was great. So, there, I mean, there's a lot of variability there that yeah, maybe as an American I don't appreciate yet, and I think that people want to get deeper into the lager mythology. Well, I think we do have a couple cans of the, the lager. I promise you Jay Tabor is enjoying it right now because England, like, every brewery has a lager yeah. and every bar has the local lager. 
and you go in there and you get a lot of loggers. Damn that, that handsome bitters. bastard. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> he saw Shakespeare's tomb or whatever grace <laughs> site. How dare he? How dare he? I'm going in September. I'll get whatever beers you want. Two of them if you want them. Oh. oh, Green State Lager. Well, that's a very handsomely designed can. I like that. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I saw a uh, lady brewer at Zero Gravity. They gave me um, inspiration and hope. Oh, well, mm-hmm. good. Uh, I mean, I guess there was... Uh, you know what? There were women working behind uh, the bar and the brewery. I don't know if she necessarily brewed it. We didn't ask. Mm. I like to see them brewing it, and they were definitely doing that at Zero Gravity. Yeah. You might like their uh, tagline, Rob. We are one. With the universe, infinitely energy vibrating universe. <laughs> Not a whole By lot the of way, this. look at the bottom of that hill farm stick. Oh yeah! <laughs> wow! Did you see that? Oh, I That's chucked gross. mine. I, I, <laughs> That's so good. Yellow fudge. You're right. It really is the pulp. The pulpy beer. <laughs> yeah, that's the pulpy beer. Thank you it's, for sharing. See, Jesse. this stuff always this makes really me generous. super excited because no, this looks like a Bud Light, but you it's not going to taste like no. a Bud Light. No, and it smell? it smells a hell of a lot better than a Bud Light. It doesn't oh. smell like this corn piss. It smells yeah. like Hill, Hill oh, sweet okay, well. corn muffins. Maybe I don't know. You can have some mm. slightly more filtered. That is tasty. A little malty sweet. No, it is better. It is a little malty sweet. It's very sweeter than I'm used to. Especially if it's not an adjunct, it is, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's just a, I mean, I thought it was just a, a nice, refined kind of lager. It was, if it I was going to go tailgating outside of a football game or something, yeah. I'd yeah, yeah. this over. This, this, this is a bit good. This is a bit good. Very biscuity. A lot of biscuit in this. Yeah. yeah. Back here at movie night sort of beer? Absolutely. Mm. Ooh, mm. yeah. This would be great on a hot day, too. And that can is gorgeous looking. Yeah. Yeah, they did good work with that. Again, video. Yeah. They have a, uh, a hummingbird <laughs> icon that oh. is quite cool. Hummingbirds and evergreen trees. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. We just have a paradoxical we combination. Yeah. They Are there any hummingbirds it. in Vermont? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have like a huge sign out front. You see it like on the side of the building, their logo, it's like a rainbow hummingbird with like the drop coming down. Mm. That's what I saw first. Am I going in the right direction? We were really appreciating Zero Gravity's beer quilt. They made a patch for every beer, Mm -hmm. and then they combined them on the wall. They had beautiful exposed brick and then this growing beer quilt. Uh, I have a picture somewhere. It was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, their bar in itself is just, like, super homey, so friendly. You know, I remember the bartender was Marge. You know, I don't meet a lot of Marges in my life. No. Marge. <laughs> yeah. Was she large? No, she was not. <laughs> That's large Marge. Yeah. She had large Wee-wee. curly hair. <laughs> That's kind of loud. Is that interrupting everything? That's what I was listening for. It's a little bit. It's it's. Should we take a break and get some food? That's the next, literally the next segment. Well, the we have uh, we have one more beer to share. Uh, this was our weird so one. So the uh, <laughs> so the Green State Lager is technically a pilsner according to Zero Gravity, oh. and they describe it as a crisp, easy drinking pilsner beer oh. that is influenced by the great brewing regions of the world, but that charts its own course through this elegant style. The noble hops play a key role, but allow no, the malt to take. No, it says lager on the front. Yeah. Well, well it it's a pilsner style lager. They call it Green State Lager, but they say the style is pilsner. The style, yeah. Well, They're being more specific because they're using yeah. pilsner malts and Hollertau hops. Ah, <laughs> uh, noble hops, yes. Yeah, right, and uh, <laughs> and they're using a, a lager yeast. So technically, it's a lager, but uh, you know, it subcategorizes a pilsner. 
Um, so 25 IVUs, 4.9% ABV, so it's sessionable. And the OG is 12.2% plateaus. So yeah, that's weird. But um, yeah, I just wanted. I thought that was interesting that it, they're technically calling it a pilsner lager. The other beer I have to share was a weird one. We uh, <laughs> Bell's Point, but it's some kind of Indian spiced beer, spiced beer, India style export stout. It is um, what was it here? Uh, stout with Madras curry, cumin, cayenne, coconut, and kaffir lime. Holy crap. Wow. I, I do love kefir lime. That'll go uh, well yeah. with the chili. <laughs> so, uh, I couldn't resist when I saw this. So, it's called Indra Kunindra? <laughs> yeah, Indra Kunindra. And it's got an octopus and on the, the label. Some yep. arms, get it? Yeah. I have your glasses. I'm still enjoying this lager pilsner. Yeah. You don't want to ruin it? <laughs> uh. Thank you. Don't rush me, bro. Ooh, an export stout. Very nice. Well, actually, I have extra glasses here. Oh, good. Well, we I'm just still chuckling at the name of Indra Kunindra. Yeah. <laughs> that, <would be> <laughs> <laughs> that was the nicest way you possibly yeah. could have said they that. They make a barrel-aged version, Better too. Use I also find glasses. it interesting because they're like a West Coast brewery <laughs> oh, yeah. that you have found in the, the northeast of this unique and interesting thing. Yeah, that's why I thought it was kind of funny I'm bringing a ballast point to this. So a burst of madras curry, cumin, cayenne, coconut, no, and yes, kaffa lime leaf. We Enjoy. Our India-style export stout okay. is a unique collaboration oh, with award-winning home brewer yeah. Alex Tweet. Released in limited quantities, this explosion of South Asian flavors is reason enough to kneel down and thank the heavens. It's further proof of San Diego's status as brewer's playground and a beer lover's utopia. Oh. So it's available year-round in 22-ounce bottles and draft at 7% ABV by volume. 50 IBUs, and they say that it pairs with white rice, <laughs> calbee ribs, and coconut macaroon. Only use your hands to eat all of those things and exactly. grip the beer glass. So Beer Advocate has it rated at 83, which is pretty decent. Hmm. I have to look into this foreign slash export stout idea. Foreign stout, thank you. The only foreign stout I think I've ever had was probably the um, Guinness version. Oh, thank you, Jesse. Oh my god, you can smell the coconut like crazy. Yeah, you can. Oh, it smells so good. Coconut macaroons <laughs> is what I, what I think of when I smell this. <laughs> is this curry? Can we oh. just put some do, chicken I do, in this? I, I Maybe curry, soak up some yes. rice? Beers like this are the reason I gain five pounds around yeah. Christmas. <laughs> oh. Wow. This is. This does smell wonderful. It's like the best curry ever. It's dark. It's not quite black. It's a very, Ooh. very, 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 very dark brown. No real head to speak of. Um, as we said, the nose is super coconutty. Oh, wow. I like that. Oh, the spice really burns yeah. in the after flavor in your mouth. Oh, that is interesting. Mm -hmm. hmm. huh. Yeah, the cumin does show up late, but it's Yeah, a, it is. It smells like coconut a lot more than it tastes. Because mm -hmm. as a despiser of coconut, I actually oh, yeah. am really enjoying this. This is tasty. That's I get, weird, I get a Rob, decent amount of coconut there. <laughs> you like grapes? Yes. I used to be that way. <laughs> I'm an, an adult raisin lover only, so I sympathize ah. with that. Yeah. This, this sort of reminds me of the Theo Bruma, and I really yeah. like that beer too, but I think I like this one a little bit more. There's a spice note to it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very. Uh, I, just, I love this actually, actually this well be done spicy beers. Actually, this would be great side-by-side with a Theo yeah. If we did like a spicy stout sort of like... Mm, spicy stout. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Because they have like cacao in that. I don't think there's cacao, cacao in cacao. this. <laughs> cacao. Cacao. Love that word. Cacao. That's the only way you can pronounce that. Cacao. 
<laughs> yeah, this is such a yeah. This this will be good around Christmas time for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With like almost any curry too. Yeah. I have to track some of this if down. I could have this. So, yeah, after. you're right. I've never seen this around here. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure when I saw it on the shelf. I'm like, I'm getting I'm buying all this other beer. Like, yeah. do I really want to go for Ballast Point? Jesse, would you eat this with a uh, Navratan korma? Hmm. How about a? Uh, Wait, let me think. No. Chicken tikka masala. I would eat that for with any beer, but um, <laughs> yeah. specifically recommending. I'm not sure I would say that either. Yeah, I, uh, so I almost feel like I think, with, I think it would be good with the with the, um, the, bakor, the bakora appetizer with that 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 sweet sauce. Oh, sweet uh, sauce, yeah, that would be good. Um, yeah. Tangy. yeah, yeah. I almost think this should be like the Indian dessert beer. Mm. Mm. That after you have an Indian meal and you've had the garlic naan and it the would be vindaloo good with rice pudding. Oh. 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 I agree with that statement. Yeah. With a little bit of cinnamon yeah. while we're coming full circle. Oh. Call back to something that I dislike in beer but like in desserts. <laughs> That's I'm an acceptable about cinnamon, answer. Not raisins, oh, guys. <laughs> Well, thank you for bringing this back. I'm glad yeah. you did. Yeah. Because when you said about that, I was like, why the hell is Jesse bringing a Ballast Point beer back? But no, I'm, I'm really glad he didn't. No, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was going to jokingly bring a Trogues because there's <laughs> something up there, too. But <laughs> this weird Hershey beer. I yeah. don't know. Have you heard of it? I think that you dick-dialed Mike's taste buds on this yeah, one. I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and they're responding the very there's positively. There's the opening yeah. quote. <laughs> 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 well, with that, yeah. let's move on to our next segment, the segment we've all been waiting for, The Joy of Beer Cooking. I, I of course you put the chili on the hot dog. That's why it's called a chili dog. Do you want onions on Yes, please. This seems so decadent. No napkins allowed. Lick oh, your God, fingers. No. They're all over my shirt. Lick your plate, let's be honest. Yeah. Should it wait? No, no, don't <laughs> wait. Don't wait. Uh, no, thank you. Uh. <laughs> so Brandon uh, Bechtel, who used to live here and moved, moved away oh, probably like a year and a half ago, he uh, married this delightful uh, Brazilian woman. She posted a thing on um, Facebook the other day that was talking about like the top five or seven things that Brazilian people think that other people do that is weird. And one of the things is that Americans use their fingers to eat food. That apparently if you were going to be eating this chili dog that Mike will explain later, they would hold napkins in their hands and then pick up the food and eat. But that we'll eat with our hands and then wipe our hands and mouths with a napkin as opposed to putting a barrier between our hands and the food. And I'm like, that just seems germaphobic to me. Like, I don't it's know. It's a little too like, intense. Yeah, it's a little too much. Holy shit, there's like potatoes and crap in this. Yeah, but potatoes. <laughs> wow. This isn't a chili. Like, this I think is I might like have a to eat stew. this with a fork and a knife. This is. Can we can we call this a stew dog? Is that a thing? Stew <laughs> dog. This looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it smells so good. <laughs> there's carrots in it. There's That's... black beans. There's something green is that is, is that celery yeah mike's uh, gonna get squash. back they wanted you to put uh, celery in but we didn't have any mike's gonna get back over here and describe his i don't mm. know if it goes with the the, the, the dark beer there no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> so mike tell us about your all right so what are we all eating joy of beer cooking so what you're having is beer brined hot dogs 
Yes, beer, brined chili dogs, to be more specific. So, beer, chili, and hot dogs, or what I call a winning trifecta, can be intertwined for a warm summer treat. Grab your beer, hot dogs, a little bit of brown sugar, and let's stew for two to three hours on low in a slow cooker. And then just warm up some chili, toaster buns, and top with uh, some cheese, which I do not have, sorry, and some sweet onions. But yes, there I brined them in the slow cooker. Pretty much that's it. It was just like a three quarters of a cup of brown sugar and three beers. The hot dogs put on for th- uh, maybe not quite three hours because after about two and a half hours, the, the hot dogs blew up. Um, they just kind of split apart. So oh, I don't mind split what, dogs. What, what no. beer did you use? Mm. I used homebrew. Oh yes, I used Emily's homebrew to be more specific for the uh, brining, and then actually for the chili, I did throw in a beer in that as well, and that was my uh, smoky rock beer. Mm. Which homebrew of mine did you use? Uh, the most recent one. Uh, the uh, Rye PA. Oh. I'm not going to exaggerate. If you just take a bite of the hot dog by itself, that's the best damn hot dog I've ever eaten. Oh, really? It is delicious. Excellent. Um, and I'm a huge fan of the Fridges hot dogs. They are phenomenal, but they do not brine them in t- for two to three hours mm-hmm. before eating. So um, mm. this may be a suggestion that we have to slightly mm. push towards their cooks because this is really good. The chili is also great, but um, the whole experience is d- delicious. But the hot dogs are like soft and juicy and just they really are have juicy. a unique taste that's just awesome. Mm. Mm. Woof, woof. And the chili is a vegetarian chili. Um, pretty much it's mm. uh, carrot. Served with a hot dog, which sort of defeats that purpose, but. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. <laughs> well, as I had no meat to put in the chili, but I think it works out really well. Um, it's potato, red pe- pepper, mm. corn, uh, green zucchini, uh, carrots, and red onion. Those are the main vegetables. And then it's got two types of beans, just black and kidney. Uh, a little bit of vegetable broth, beer, uh, tomatoes as well, can of tomatoes. And, yeah, just let that um, simmer for about an hour. <laughs> oh. Bravo, little, Michael. Bravo. I mean, a little bit of the, the Hill Farmstead beer. Saison mm. ah. goes really well with that. Mm. That was tasty, Mike. That was definitely, definitely tasty. I'm on tasty. to my second. Oh, wow, Emily, already. <laughs> I'm not halfway through mine. Yes, yes, it's the heavy stouts that make you gain five pounds around Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a foot long, but I make quick work of them. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy! <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> So with that, let's move on to uh, the headliner here, Beer versus Beer, Summer Saison Edition. Though I'm not quite sure how we're going to compete with Chili Dogs. <laughs> but anyway. Mike and Rob select the finest beer to pit in single combat for champion beer. Two beers enter, one beer leaves. Summer is here, and everyone wants to beat the heat, and while temperatures in the 90s doesn't dissuade me from drowning uh, imperial IPAs or stouts, there is something delightful about saisons in the warmer summer months. There is usually a barnyard flavor that makes you think of cooler harvest weather, while at the same time often citrus flavors that remind you of the light fruits, fruit drinks of summer. And they also happen to pair well with hot dogs. So Mike and I sat down to bring a good saison to the table. Oh, pardon me. So Mike and I sat down to bring a good saison to the table. So Mike, uh, you want to go first or second? 
Uh, first. Alright, Mike's gonna go first. Chili is this weird food where every time I, like, see it on a menu or it's, like, a rat someplace that has chili, I go, I don't know if I really like chili. And then I put it in a bowl and I really? eat it and I go, chili is the greatest thing ever. But I always forget that I love it. I don't understand <laughs> what that's about. That. If you go to, to, I order, always order it. Yeah, if you go to the dispensing company, the only way that I eat their their nachos is with their vegetarian chili on top, which uh. is almost similar to this. Oh, it's the a, only other chili that I've ever had, like carrots and like mm. like mm. lots of vegetables, and it's super delicious. All right. Well, we're soon going to be pairing it with uh, a saison, and I went with stone saison, which apparently is a modern take on the Belgian classic. So, according to the bottle, in spring 2011, Stone bought the farm, literally, taking over 19 acres of fertile Southern California soil, uh, which is probably now bone dry, where we grow pristine <laughs> fruits, vegetables, herbs, and more for our Stone Brewing World, World Bistro and Gardens restaurant. Taste of our homespun, farmed, blah, 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 tableism. Uh, really, mm. They really stroke their ego dick here. Yeah. Um, did, did Stone's dick get too big? Okay, lemons. This is Greg Cook. I mean, we're. <laughs> Their horns did. Uh, lemon zest, lemon thyme, uh, which we actually grow. Uh, lavender. Uh, citric and herbal on the palate with a dry, peppery finish, did which is how I like my saison. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, that good good job, excellent. <laughs> Jesse, do you have any utensils? I want to see chili. Uh, sure. Go in there and uh, to the left of the sink. Yeah, ale brewed with spices. So it's six percent alcohol by volume, and I'm excited for a peppery finish. That's really how I want it. And it was bottled on wow, one month ago. Not too bad. Nope. And you're right that uh, Indra beer does not pair very well, but it's still delicious. What the hell is going on? I don't on know. Oh, Emily's probably trying to steal beer in there. And, uh, ah. <laughs> did you get your call yeah, with your hand in the cookie jar? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Called it. Oh, that's a gorgeous, clear, golden color. Yeah, it's a gorgeous color. For once, we're recording early enough in the night that you can you still see the our episode. <laughs> we can actually see what we're doing. Did you put red bell pepper in this chili? Yes. Ah. Yeah, that was the pepper. The only pepper I really had on hand. I, I generally don't like the green ones uh, unless it's something involving chili. So if I had a green one, I definitely would have thrown it in. But I only had the red. And uh, my peppers I'm growing are not quite done yet. I have cherry bell peppers that are still green, so I, I felt like I'd want to let them ripen up to red. And I also have a Hungarian wax, but they're not quite big enough. Like, mm. Hungarian wax? Yeah, they're the long Sounds yellowish, greenish ones. Oh. They're not super spicy, but... Mm. There you go. All right. So this is, as I said, beautifully golden. A uh, little bit ahead, not too much. Oh, wait, right. It's definitely lemony. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. And I do get the lavender, too. Hmm. Hmm. It's actually pretty good. I yeah. Get, I get a slight peppery whoa. finish. Understated for a uh, stone beer. That's delicious. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. That lavender? Yeah, the lavender is really nice. Whoa. What? I give this, like, a 95. This is great. Yeah. Nice, nice pepper. I, I like my... I can't tell if that's the chili or the beer, but yeah, I like mine with a nice peppery finish, and this one definitely has mm. one. I'd probably like a little bit more peppercorn, but no, it's nice. I don't know, you're making a face over there. What is it? No, uh, it's a nice blend of flavors. Okay. It's really good. Yeah. The lavender goes well with the lemon. It kind of tempers it a little bit, gives it a little herbal character that tones down the citrus. Uh, this definitely would be great paired with um, cheese. Uh, yeah. A hamburger, I would definitely... It's pretty intense on the palate, that's for sure. Yeah, but not overly so. Stone Snow so big. I mean, they're redoing all of their flagship beers to make them more intense because they're 
no longer known as being super intense because they're just that old. So the fact they made a saison, I mean, it's it's definitely got a nice pepper note, but it's reasonably balanced, which Ooh. I would not expect from a stone beer. I love this. Yeah, actually, that's kind of what took me by surprise too. Because most of their beers I've had by them are like, yeah, it goes in one direction or the other. It's yeah. sort of all. Yeah. This is not. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not bad. It's also going to be very different from my beer, which I think is also a very good thing. Definitely, yeah. So this should be very interesting. Yeah. Speaking of lemon, now's a good time to give a plug to my homebrew, which is on tap at Wacker Brewing mm. Company. Oh, is it finally out? Tonight. Awesome. Lemongrass IPA. I was here like just last week and was like, what the fuck? Why isn't here yet? I know. So. I've been waiting. I wow, stopped we in do and that. they said it's very <clears throat> lemony and it will probably, it's on tap tonight and it will probably kick by Friday or Saturday night. So I'm planning on going over Friday. Shit. Yeah. Because I'm out of town this weekend, but... Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to get a growler full, so... You should. You're getting growler of your own homebrew? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have some? <laughs> well, I didn't brew it at home. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, you just... That's right, yeah. They have a half-barrel experimental system, and they're putting a bunch of other really interesting beers on tap, including a uh, grapefruit saison and a goza. Uh, all this week. So it should be a, a good tasting week for Wacker Brewing Company all around. Whether or not my beer has come out well or not. Well, good. Good luck. Congratulations. Yeah, you're officially a gypsy brewer. You just go around to different facilities and brew your recipes. Yeah. Nice. The Yeast Infection <laughs> Brewery is a... Uh, yeast <laughs> Infection. Ew. <laughs> Well, yeah, affection we, we were affection, trying to find yeah. like names that would describe. Wait, that was the like, name of the trivia team you gave us. Yeah, right, I know. <laughs> it was top of mind, and I have to give credit to. Mike. Oh no, you were just advertising then, weren't you? It wasn't no. actually a genuine like trivia team. You wanted to advertise to everybody there at Dipco at Johnson's Trivia. No brewery. Like, oh, what's yet. yeast affection? That's a clever name. Oh, look, there's beer made by yeast affection. I need to did, buy that. Did people think it was clever? I think it's clever, but most people I think made a face when they heard it. They're like, yeah. Oh. Because it's it can be both. So yeah. It can be both. It is so close. To it's what so. <laughs> it's so much. It's so close. It's dangerously close. It really is. Well, we went through Bitches Brew, which is a little obvious, and then Brewbies for uh, like a women's brewing event. And Brewbies is actually co uh, copyrighted. Really? Brewbies is co copyrighted. I do like Bitches Brew. That was Brew, a actually. favorite of Janine's. Yeah. yeah. So that was out of the running. Yeast affection didn't seem too welcoming, even though it is hilarious. <laughs> Deeply hilarious. <laughs> It might scare off the target audience <laughs> and, and draw in another demographic that yeah, you're not right. really looking for, but yeah. yeah. You know, flights and monostat. What do you want? Why not? Why not? <laughs> so anyway, I went with a very different beer. Also Cezanne. Uh, this is Tired Hands Honey I Love You, which is quite possibly one of the most awkward beers to order when at an establishment. Walking up to the person behind the bar and going, yeah, really. Honey, I love you. And having them be like, okay, is a little weird. But, uh, yeah, this is a uh, very different Saison. It's a honey Saison. It's 5.8% uh, ABV, brewed with wheat and local Pennsylvania wildflower honey. It's hopped with Amarillo hops, and it's fermented in large oak tanks. It's delicate and tart. Has notes of fierce grape, hay, pepper, oak, and a decidedly pleasant minerality. So this is actually a saison with a little bit of a sour note to it, which is why I really, really dug it. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, this is definitely a very different as far as saisons go. But that's tired hands for you. They're always doing something different. Yeah. 
Which is great because every time I go to the fridge, there's like a new tired hands on. It's like, Fuck, they filled this exactly to the top. <laughs> well, I did say, honey, I love you when I ordered it. Did so. you? In that <laughs> low, breathy way, kind of? The no, same uh, way whenever I ordered an arrogant bastard <laughs> by Stone. Uh, Emily, you wanna, do you have a glass? Um, Give me a second. And then Mike, Thank all right. You. See, I get confused. I'd probably call it, I love you, honey bear. <laughs> after after the Father Aww. John Misty album that just came out this year. I love you, Honey Bear. I love you, Honey Bear. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's upstairs. Yeah, because mm. I was hearing that sound. I thought it was behind, like in my kitchen. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, is someone in my kitchen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, the smell is much funkier than the uh, Cezanne, the Stone Cezanne. Well, it looks exactly Ooh, it like does. all Tired Hands beers, where it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. delightfully yeah. gold and, and unfiltered. Can we just talk about how Tired Hand beers all look the same. Oh, the gosh, extra yeah. extra knuckle I had last night was actually clear, and I was shocked. Yeah, yeah it was clear. That's the only most. beer that I've seen from them that has been clear. That beer that is beer delicious amazing. and yeah. wonderful. It I is. loved it. This beer, it's the same color as most of their beers, and it has really no head. Well, yeah, yours beer. doesn't. Everybody else's yeah. does, though. Yeah, yours yeah. somehow. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to yours. I stand but. by my statement. <laughs> Not a lot of head, but it does have the nice little white frothy uh, mm-hmm. mix at the top. It does smell funky. You can smell that it's going to be a little sour. It's sour, but not too sour. Yeah, when we had the, the tasting at the fridge, and I had the flight of beers from Tired Hands, and they all looked exactly the same. You had no idea which mm-hmm. was which. Yeah, exactly. Except for that one on the very end. Yeah. <laughs> they actually um, did a quarter. I would challenge the uh, Tired Hands brewer to come on this podcast Ooh. and talk about his recipes, because I want to know why they all look the same color. Yeah. But he gets some great different flavors, a wide variety of different brews. At this point, he's proven himself, and I respect what he's putting out. But uh, there's a lot of, I don't. I, he he's also doing something to his water. I'm convinced he's doing. You think something he's doing food coloring? No, I think no. he's treating it. Uh, the water? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he's actually more into water management than most brewers. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference. So yeah, um, I'm, this is a slightly sweet, slightly slightly sour um, saison, which sweet is why. Sweet and sour. Yeah, it really is. There's a tartness you, to it. You get that a I really you dig. get a sweetness like initially, like when it first yeah, hits your tongue, you're like, oh, and then it immediately goes into the tartness, but a good tartness, mm-hmm. like that, um, you know, sour patch kids tartness. Mm. I still say there's a there's a hint of pepper in there too. Yeah, it's just sort of like three, three or four nice flavors that sort of combine together. <laughs> And I really like it because I love sours. Mm-hmm. And this is a saison that doesn't come across as too barnyardy. It's actually a little bit more mm-hmm. tart and sour. Yeah. And as trying to get somebody into sour beers, yeah. I feel like this would be a really great introduction of being like, mm-hmm. I was just going to hold say, your hand in there. Yeah, because so, some sour beers are just like a punch in the face, but this one actually is like a like a lemony kind of sour. Yeah. So you can really like ease into it. And you're like, oh, if you like this, well, then let me give you this beer. I feel like it cleans the palate very nicely. Um, I felt like the the stone left that kind of peppery flavor in your mouth, which I wasn't complaining mm-hmm. about. But if you're going to pair this with like a, a lighter food, like a sushi or something, where you want to get every last nuance out of that flavor, that this would help sort of just kill all that flavor and let you sort of have that fresh palate to go and taste. But am I combining it with sushi or am I combining it with a hot dog? Well, you're not supposed to compare either. We're just doing a saison v saison, but. Um, okay. mm. Well. It's your world, Jesse. You know? I mean, technically, yeah, you're the one with the uh, the godlike powers right now. So <laughs> judge as you judge. What you would most like to pair with it. Yeah, but um, no, I feel like it, it lets you really taste what you want to taste in what you're eating, like the hot dog I had last night when I first tried this beer. 
Um, Ooh, what how how did you have then? I just had the classic. Okay, the classic. That's the classic. Yeah. Um, they make different types. They have a classic. Yeah, I like the uh, Parthenon. That's with pepperoncinis, feta, and olives. I think. Yeah, it's a Greek one, and then I have yeah. the bat out of hell, which is hot and spicy as fuck. It's delicious. This Who is, makes these? This is the, the fridge, fridge. fridge for those oh. that oh, don't yeah, know yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah. The fridge. The fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like grilled cheeses were kind of in, at least in like more metro areas, I'd say, than around here. But now around here, hot dogs, like fancy hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Like we went to uh, Federal Tap House has hot dog Mondays, where it's the same thing. They like I had a, the a poutine dog the other day. Ooh. Yeah, which is basically you're familiar with poutine. <clears throat> no. Oh, it's uh, it's Canadian. what uh, how the Canadians do their French fries. Mm-hmm. They put gra- uh, gravy and cheese curds on top of their um, French fries and call it poutine. It's a and, whole big mess. Yeah. I imagine. Delicious. And, uh, they, they, they do that on a hot dog, and it's extremely filling. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> So, so I guess. So wait, what, what's so? What is the theme that I'm? What, the theme what? is just saisons. Yep. Okay, all right. So it's the stone saison versus the tired hand saison. The hot dogs were just an added bonus. Yeah, <laughs> that was the perhaps the theme of the episode, but not the theme of beer versus beer. So take your tastes of, of both saison and just tell us uh, which saison you find to be superior. I have more of the stone if you still need it. No, I've got. Some okay, more. there's like half a grather left of the honey. I love you. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, finish that shit now. You opened it. I love it, that so. stone. That lavender. Mm, I want to brew with lavender. There's not a lot of people that do that. I want to brew with local Pennsylvania wildflower honey. Ooh, you should. Yes. We, we've done that before. Uh, yeah, I entered it into February two years ago. Uh, honey Wait, two years pale ago? Ale. We used it this year in your um, triple, right? That was uh, Pennsylvania uh, maple syrup. But two uh, years ago, I used a whole bunch of raw Pennsylvania I'm going honey. raw. Mm. Okay. Whoa. Wow. Raw. <laughs> um, I, I d- definitely appreciate all the flavors that are going on in Mike's. Um, but I think that just the, the flavors don't coalesce as well as they do in Rob's. Hmm. Interesting. So you like that tartness then? Do you yeah, like I your Saison's like more tart? Okay. I do like my Saison's oh, tart. I think that's what it is. I think it just adds this more of a, fl- a flavor signature that's just, uh, I, I definitely like my Saison's to be more robust and, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and yours definitely is delicate and it's, it's complex and it's delicious. I mean, I, all the flavors are there that, like we said, the lavender and all that good stuff. But uh, Rob's, it just it, that tartness was really uh, really nice, and I like how it does c- creep in with a little bit of a hint of sweetness at first, but then it goes right for that tartness. Um, yeah, because that's the thing we mentioned before about like saisons. They're sort of like the non-category. Yeah, yeah. they're every, everything and nothing at the same time. So yeah, you can have these two beers that are like taste nothing alike, but apparently <laughs> are still the same category. Yeah, uh, that's why I had to ask. What is the category? Yeah, yeah. No. it's got to be hard for the Great American Beer Fest uh, yeah, for really. the judging the saison category of wanting to know what's truly on style. Um, I will say uh, I've never had the Stone Saison before. I was not expecting big things from it. And not that Stone's a bad brewery. I just think this was going to be in their wheelhouse. They they have a very different, distinct marketing and reputation of big, powerful, in-your-face beers. And this came out, and I was like, whoa, this is kind of subtle. Like, it's peppery, but it's not. And you're right, lavender. Yeah. I don't see Greg Koch being like, put lavender in it. we got to put lavender in it. Yeah. yeah. So I was really impressed by that, um, but I'm I'm with Jesse that uh, a sour saison is just going to win me every time. Mm. Yeah, it does. But bravo, Stone, bravo. Yeah, yeah this is a great entry level sour. Uh, it's not too stanky. Like I mm. wouldn't use a lot of barnyard adjectives to describe it. Like many saisons, when you're like, whoa, this is interesting, and you smell it, and you, it smells like poop. <laughs> and then it tastes like deliciousness. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of tisons that fall into that category. <clears throat> Definitely. And this one's very quaffable. 
It is. I, I will say this. I tried it last night as a sample and didn't care for it, but it came straight out of the uh, keg, so it was very cold. Now that it's actually kind of sat outside for the past, whatever, we've been recording for hours, so it's it's better. I it's like better it. better at, yeah. like, 55, 60. Yeah. I agree. Well, awesome. I will take that victory. You really need to sit down and do a calculation of who's currently in the lead. It's been pretty back and forth. <laughs> yeah, no, been. actually, I think for a while, actually, Mike was winning for quite a while. I might have like three in a row, but Rob was on the streak there for a no, while. No, and... Rob has only won the last two. This one and the one before. Okay, well, then he's on the streak. No, so. I think you won like five or so in a row, and then yeah, there was just two. <laughs> yeah, you're still... I mean, we're still mm. in striking distance. It's not like it's like you're 15 ahead or something. You're not 15 no, ahead, but I still think you're like two or so or three ahead. And, and for how long have you respected Jesse's opinion? Well, that's it for today's show. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank Jesse and Meg for donating their delicious, delicious beer. Uh, Absolutely. From thank their you. New England trip. <laughs> Delightful. Slow clap. Slow clap. Also, a it. huge kudos to Mike for having spent the time to brine and yes. make yep. chili. Uh, this is one of my most favorite episodes in recent history, and that is including Pliny and KBS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say this probably tops that just because it was so delicious. Uh, join us next f- week for a uh, sample episode. Sounds like we might be going down to Springhouse, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, if not, we'll find something else to do. But uh, thanks for listening, and as always, keep brining your hot dogs. Right. <laughs> Brine those bitches. That's today's show. For more information on today's podcast or to subscribe to the show, visit www.blindtigerpodcast.com or look for us on iTunes. Send comments or questions to show at blindtigerpodcast.com. To suggest or request a beer for beer versus beer or to ask a question for Homebrew 101, email show at blindtigerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep drinking.